another one of my favorite stories of Scripture. Jesus wasn't ready yet, but his mother was. <laughs> Go ahead, son. You can do this. What do you think, mothers? Ever done that? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I know you can do it. It's time. Go. It was the beginning of Jesus' ministry. He was maybe 30, which would have made Mary maybe mid-40s. She wasn't very old. And Jesus the rabbi had chosen several men as his closest associates and students and all happened to be invited to a wedding along the shores of the Galilean lake. Jesus' mother was there, and, and the reception she was paying close attention to. And what happened was one of the worst faux pas that could happen in a social setting. I always worried that there would be enough seats uh, for everybody's name card at my children's weddings. Um, and I didn't want to, anybody to be embarrassed because uh, it wasn't there. But in this case, no. Um, if the wine gives out, it's a um, uh, bad mark on the host. And uh, the host would do almost anything not to have that happen. Well, Mary... Uh, saw this, and she realized that the host was in quite a pickle. She says to her special son, the wine is all gone. If she would have been Pennsylvania German, she would have said, the wine is all. Jesus answers as if this was not his concern, which it really wasn't. Mother, is it really ours to worry about? What do you want me to do about it? He may have thought he had put her off. Mm -mm. As she turns to move on, she says to the waiters, just do whatever he tells you to do. I love this. Mary didn't mind putting her son into a pickle. That was okay. She didn't want the host to be in one. And the rest is history, as they say. John, the gospel writer, comments, this is the first of Jesus' signs to reveal his glory. And his disciples believed in him. When John calls the miracle of water, changing water into wine, the first of Jesus' signs, he means this is the first mark or vision of the heavenly kingdom to come from Jesus. N.T. Wright calls Jesus' miracles moments when heaven and earth intersect each other. It's a glimpse, a miracle in the Bible in Jesus' time, is a glimpse into the heavenly kingdom, what it will be like, how good it will be. Jesus' miracles are the inbreaking of heaven into the lives of ordinary people. They, they show the richness and grace that heaven gives, like the most exquisite wine. Or in other stories, other miracle stories, like the total health of body, mind, and spirit. Jesus is heaven's supreme messenger, showing not us 
showing us not only who he is as God's son, but what heaven is like and why it is worth staking your life on it. And he writes as that the present story is about transformation, the different dimension of reality that comes into being when Jesus is present. And when, as Mary tells the servants, people do whatever Jesus tells them to do. 175 gallons, I don't know, I didn't really do the math, of rich wine would take up quite a bit of space in a wine and spirit store, wouldn't it? Gallons. What a blessing, in other words, to have Jesus near. What a blessing to anticipate a heavenly home. Well, not necessarily just the wine, but the abundance of love that God showers upon servants who do what Jesus tells them to do. Does it take a miracle for us to believe this? In this story, we are already witnessing the strange compassion that comes where people are in need and deals with that need in unexpected ways. Jesus' presence in our lives makes quite a difference, an abundance of difference, overflowing with mercy, healing, and peace. What can Jesus' presence accomplish? 36 years of Christian friendship and support. Serenity when dying. Reconciliation between enemies. The fellowship of sinners who make their way to the altar to receive forgiveness and a fresh start. That's real. Jesus' presence renewed once again within us and we're sent from the altar free in joy to share that joy with those around us. What can Jesus' presence accomplish? Praise of God from lips that once were filled with curses. Transformation of incorrigibles into disciples. Jesus' presence can create cheerful, generous givers. Humble, repentant sinners. Childlike trust and confident faith. Deliverance from the habit of worry. You can fill in more. There's lots more. You could tell me, but I'm not going to put anybody on, you on the spot. You could tell me what the presence of Jesus has done for you. Many of you have. But you could witness to this whole assembly about that. Jesus has changed your water into wine throughout your lifetime. Jesus has blessed me in many ways since I have been among you. He has caused me to trust his grace more and to make me more generous. He has made a place for me in your lives which has been the most precious gift to me as your pastor. He has helped me fear illness and death less 
He has strengthened my faith through word and song and sacrament. He has sustained me through trying times and given me strength to carry on. Most of these have been miraculous because I wouldn't have been able to do it without them. I don't come by these characteristics naturally. Opening oneself to Jesus isn't so hard. It's just a matter of setting my own will aside and espousing his. Do whatever he tells you, Mary said. Do whatever Jesus tells you, Pastor says. Jesus, come, for we invite you, is our byword for today. Lead us through our need or, our need or doubting. Hope be born and joy restored. Let's sing it. Mm-hmm.